0: Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at Brentfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found.
2: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast in quarantine, behind a mic, in a hot room, apart from each other. This is Knowing is Half the Podcast, and I am Ray Stekanis.
1: Wait, is your room very hot right now?
2: My room is not at all hot. Yeah. It's very temperate. Mine's good. This podcast is so fire, every room it's in is hot. Sizzle, sizzle.
1: Oh, God.
2: No. Oh, God.
0: No.
1: I'm, I'm going to go kill myself. Someone, someone look for my body in three days.
0: Wait, why three days? Do you need three days?
1: Uh, you know, like, I probably have some, some business to attend to. Plus, I promised my cats a long time ago that they could eat me if I, if I died in the apartment.
2: Fair. I mean, we've I, all made that pact with our cats at some I point. I mean,
1: right? I officially gave them permission. <laughs> yeah.
2: She gave them power of attorney.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, they, they also can tell people uh, that I have a DNR.
2: <laughs> Do well, not anyway. rub belly. Uh, We're talking, guys. We're talking about. I know why you guys are stalling because we're talking about G.I. Joe this episode. This is the first. I'm Robert Clark Jan. I'm Gina Ippolito. Oh, now you guys want to play the actual ball. Yeah. (laughs) There are
1: rules here, Ray. We need to follow (laughs) the rules.
2: Oh, my God. Don't you even. Uh, We're talking about G.I. Joe. This is the first episode of season two of series two, G.I. Joe. It's called The Eliminator. And you guys were way on board with
1: this episode. I I think that if this is. If this is an indication of how season two is going to go, I'm going to enjoy season two much better than season one. Deke era GI Joe. Interesting.
0: I don't think it is possible for me to like something less than I liked uh, <laughs> Deke season one of GI Joe. So I mean, it's possible that it's just broken me, and I'm like, "Fuck, whatever, man. This is <laughs> not, This doesn't make me feel like gouging my eyes out. I guess it's okay." Uh, but I know. did watch it, and there were there are parts obviously with, that were just god awful. But in general, I was like, "All right, this is passable television." I it's wouldn't like this, watch this,
2: this on my own, but this held together for you.
1: Yeah, I I think it I think it did, and also I feel like the animation is I don't know they 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 put Cobra Commander back in his uh, pre what is it armor power armor. Yeah.
2: It He's pre- out of the power armor and back into normal clothes again.
1: Yeah, so I appreciated that. It had it had some familiar familiar elements that I that yes. I liked. And the animation normal. was definitely different than season one. I'm not I'm not saying it's better or worse, but it's clearer. It's a little cleaner. Yeah, that's how yeah. it felt to me. Yeah.
2: The
0: clothes are normal to us now in quarantine. <laughs> Because he's got a hood over his head, and you're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I wore that outside last week. That's, Wait,
1: oh, okay, weird. right. I was going to say, are you wearing a hood inside during quarantine? Because you're doing it wrong.
0: Well, you, can't be, you. Too, can't
2: be too safe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> For reals, like, if I could dress like Cobra Commander all of the time, I would dress like Cobra Commander all of the time. Jan, I got weird
2: news for you. It, given the time that we're living in right now, you could dress like Cobra Commander all the time.
1: Yeah, you're yeah. allowed to. Also, you're you're a house husband, so you're allowed to year round.
0: <sighs> Here's the thing. Being <laughs> a uh, stay-at-home dad, thank you very much. That wait. is a politically correct Man, term. Wait, house, house husband was That was,
1: ha- that was some, house husband some fire right there. That but there was that TV uh, show. There was a TV show called House Husbands. I thought it real was Real
2: House Husbands of Beverly Hills, and I what dreamed it? of being one someday.
1: Yeah. Is it? Why is it offensive? Those guys lived a great life.
2: Uh, if you called me
0: a real house husband <laughs> and attached any city to it, the real you house husband of it. North Hollywood. Yeah. A check like a mofo. <laughs> I will not stand for this persecution. <laughs> Number one. Number two, it's kind of a hard life because um, as a stay at home dad, uh, you get a lot of looks and you have to deal with a lot of uh, essentially uh, reverse sexism as every uh, uh, mother out there assumes that you're a flipping idiot (laughs) and will try and school you on the most basic shit. Wow. Um, So what I hear you saying, uh, Chan,
2: is that reverse sexism is just as bad as regular sexism.
0: Absolutely not. I <laughs> would not say that, but oh, I would bad. say that going out, I uh, I do my best to you know like not make it difficult on them. Just like like you know what, things are fine. The kid is alive, and you know it's not like I've got a choke chain tied around his neck or anything like that. So just leave me the hell alone. And uh, if I went out in a full Cobra Commander cosplay. <laughs> It would cause some concern, and it I would make disagree. my life more difficult.
1: But also, I feel
2: like people many, would leave you alone.
1: <laughs> and how many days a week? I feel like there's got to be some days a week where you don't go out, right? I don't think I haven't well, left the house now. in days. Mm, hey, that reminds
2: me of room. this uh, episode of GI Joe that we were talking about.
1: What? what? I thought our, I thought this was about race and cosplay
2: well it's about that but it's also about you it's like (laughs) one of those commercials for podcasts that you always hear on like in the middle of other more popular shows and then it's always just like hi we're the people from this podcast it's we talk about you know it's any subject at all it could be you know hey we talk about things you could do with corn but we don't just talk about that we talk about blank and blank and we talk about this and it's just like dude i what if i'm really into corn products you know wait are you listening
1: to podcasts about corn these days
2: right that's all i'm listening
1: to
2: anyway we're talking about an episode called the eliminator and it opens so here you here's you guys new world order this is season two of series two so every episode is going to begin with a cold open before the opening credits gina how does that make you feel
1: i i was confused by it uh mostly because i wasn't sure going into it i wasn't sure is it gonna stand alone is it like a is it just like a a bit that they're doing at the beginning and then the episode itself has nothing to do with it or is it going to actually just be yeah it it, se- it seemed weird it's a weird thing for a kid's cartoon to do and they're trying things it's the 90s now we're about
2: experimentation with the oh, genre all
1: right all
0: right uh, i was concerned because quite frequently uh when we uh watch these episodes they're from some hack site and friggin' Russia or whatever like that and you know like um they'll cut stuff off or you yeah. know I, I was worried that that had happened and then when it when it actually did the thing and then uh the credits started i was like "This that wasn't bad that was oh. pretty good it changed it up and i was like i feel good about this
1: and i also so, dig the new yeah. opening too
2: yeah it's the same song the new credit it's sequence and song but the new credit yeah. sequence yeah you're the right the new credit sequence song still sucks
1: <laughs> yeah you i'm not saying the song. Done. i'm not saying the song magically got good but but it was fun to see new it's new visuals so here's the guys i did a little bit of
2: research on season two and so here's the things that are different every episode starts with a cold open yes they've replaced nice. the baroness morgan lofting no longer does the voice of the baroness i can only Bullshit. assume with as is uh, quite frankly poor a job as they did with that character in, in season one of deke Either they didn't want to pay for a character they were going to squander anyway, or she just walked away. I don't know which one of those is true. Uh, and yeah. also uh, more old characters are going to be making returning visits in season two that were not in season one. Although they tend to be used as more like a cameos or, you know, like a day player kind of roles where they'll come in and, and have like a, a scene that they're, you know, in and then they just sort of go away again. Like, Hey, remember, you know, uh, Flint, you know, remember, Whoever, and so <laughs> but, that's something we can look forward to. Is the cameo is done with all wrong voices?
1: But here's mm. the thing: it's the the one of the more striking things to me was that they they I feel like they they replaced old Duke with a safer, younger Duke. Uh, correct. Yeah. Like they they like they held a casting call for him because they were like, oh, listen, this guy's this guy's pushing pushing his late thirties, and we want to be sexy. Get us a twenty seven year old Duke. Yep. Okay, I get it. You know, so and they, they didn't go with John Cena. Weird Big
2: mistake. Big mistake. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: I, so, I do. So, I will yeah. say I appreciate, though, that they have uh, they have. What's what's his name? Who's the guy that wrote? Roadblock is it? Roadblock is in this. They
2: bring back Roadblock and Duke for this episode. Uh, smoother and roadblock.
1: it's basically uh, it's,
2: it's more roadblock. like faux block.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, they just I think they safed up a lot of the original characters. Like they were like, oh, how do we how do we make them a little a little more like? I don't know like disney friendly or whatever uh but i appreciate the fact that he has rb on his belt buckle now in case you you forget i mean that would have been helpful to me in original gi joe when i couldn't remember anyone's names
2: well and this is okay we'll get into it in a sec but there were some very i had some confusing moments with some of the returning characters as well uh, most notably, the one known as Mercer. But we'll get there in just a sec. So we have the cold open, which involves Cobra shooting at a what I thought was like a resort, like a Sandals Beach Resort. Yeah. But then the then they say, oh, there's a peace conference happening here. Okay, great. And then the building folds into itself, revealing a trap. And we get introduced to who I thought immediately, like, oh, it's shipwreck. We got shipwreck back. Holy crap, it's shipwreck because dude looks exactly like shipwreck.
1: What are you talking about? The Winter Soldier.
2: Yes. I'm talking about the winter soldier who's got a metal arm, but it's not a metal arm cuz he does have gloves on and like normal hand. So oh, I don't know it's exactly totally what's going a metal arm.
1: That. It's supposed to be a metal arm. Two. He looks 100% winter soldiered out. But also, uh, yeah, the first thing I wrote in my notes was who the f are all these people because I, okay, they yeah. they are introducing so many new ones without any any lead-in? And so I was like, am I supposed to know this person and this robot? And, and they also mixed it in with enough old characters that I was like, did I miss an episode? You did not. Are you These not are keeping up
0: with the toys as they are released in 1991, <laughs> Gina?
1: Exactly. Well, I mean, here's the That's deal. The guy, I thought the Winter
2: Soldier was shipwreck because he's got the, the beard. He's got the exact same facial structure. And then they reveal, no, this is a character named Mercer. Now, Mercer was only ever seen in G.I. Joe, the movie. And he was one of Sergeant Slaughter's Marauders, who is a former Cobra Viper who turned and joined G.I. Joe. And he looked more like Guile from Street Fighter, from what I remember from Street Fighter 2. And and so they're just they point at this guy who looks just like Shipwreck and they're like, this is Mercer. And my first thought is, you know, no, it's not.
1: First of all, you you saw a guy who just vaguely looked in a cartoon who just vaguely looked like Shipwreck, but who had a metal arm and wasn't wearing a sailor uniform, and you thought it was Shipwreck? Well, they changed Jesus. uniforms Cobra on a Commander. lot of
0: people in Series 2. Cobra Commander had power armor. Yeah. We, what makes
2: you yeah, think that that's. I don't know. Uh, don't defend. They put everybody in this weird neon orange and beige color, <laughs> yeah. you know, please. <laughs>
1: Don't defend yes, Ray, I Chan.
2: Do. Thank you. I deserve it. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. Then we meet a new uh, a, a robot. This guy who is named, uh, what's his name? Overfire? Overkill. Overkill, whatever. Who cares? Brand new, new character. Not, in my mind, particularly interesting. He's a full robot. Uh, he's like a bat,
0: but he's
1: like neon kidding? yellow or I liked something. him.
2: Did what you
0: the like him? Fuck is wrong with you, Ray?
1: You saw a man robot, robot and you didn't like him?
0: Because Robo gets beat to shit, and all he wants to do is just be reassembled. And, like, the pathos in this character is
2: off the charts. You know what? Maybe I found him too pathetic. Maybe that was my problem.
1: <laughs> it, you, 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 saw, you saw glimpses of yourself in him?
2: I saw. How dare you, People <laughs> Well, they, they, they joke. They say, you know, Cobra Commander's just like, yo, You got broke on the battlefield. I'm just going to turn you into a vacuum cleaner. And, that, and then they do a callback to that line at the very end of the episode. So I very much appreciated that.
1: Uh, um, uh,
0: one of the saddest callbacks. Oh, depressing. Like, my God. Oh, this is the like, finest
2: suit moment.
1: I, I, end
0: of Blade I, Runner.
1: I, I thought reconstructed as a vacuum cleaner was pretty funny. I, I was a good uh, bit.
0: What, no, the, when it is introduced, it's great. Yeah. At the end, it's, it's uh, fucking. No, no, no. We'll get to it. We'll get, we'll get to it. Yeah, No, so we'll I, just
1: mean, I just mean, I feel like they were coming strong out of the gate. They've got Cobra Commander in his OG uniform. They made a funny yeah. joke. I like it. They've yeah. also, also, Winter Soldier, I found very hot. Oh, sure.
2: You mean, you mean,
0: shipwreck. You mean Robo Shipwreck?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> ship Robo? I don't know. I'm working on this. Robo. I'll, I'll get it. Robo <laughs> uh, Ship. Uh, poly. No. Okay. Come back to me.
2: Steel Ship um so then we then we have the intro to the show with the brand new animation hey great job it's brand new woo so now we cut back to gi joe headquarters and they want to know like where are the spies they got roadblock there they got duke there i'm happy even if it's fake duke and fake roadblock and he says we got to know because they found out where the the thing was and it turns out that the broken robot stole a bag from mercer that happened to have the like address of the peace conference in it now it seems weird to me that cobra with all the crimson guardsmen and all of the espionage and all of the inner workings and their tendrils and every pie in society how something this apparently public they were not able to discern the location of uh, uh on normal means this seems like a little weird for cobra right cobra is just off in C- series two well yeah yeah they've, been
1: they've they're broke for a long time Uh, Also, like at some point, like, I mean, in in series one, they're, they've got resorts and, and pensions and health plans and their own magazine, but they've fallen on hard times, which also, I I, kind of don't like though, because I, I, I like how in series one, you see the allure, like you could see how someone would make a pitch to you outside of a grocery store to be like, have you thought about joining Cobra? And you're like, no. not really and then they tell you about the whole package and you're like wow that sounds pretty cool i'll be honest i
2: join cobra now <laughs> like that sounds great now i wouldn't join series two cobra these people are broke asses and yeah
1: me. that's that's what i'm saying I'm, uh, like I, I i find it i find that their recruiting probably fell off
2: <laughs> they just you know what they didn't hire the best talent and the and the structure just kind of crumbled underneath it. It was very sad.
1: They should. You know what? I, I've heard that, like, Cobra should stick to doing evil things, and they should hire a business manager to handle their mm-hmm. money. But they <laughs> they didn't. And now, and now they're in trouble because of it. And I say they deserve it.
2: Well, how about this, Gina? What Definitely. if they hired twin financial advisors who maybe well, lived yeah. at the top of a large building, for example? Oh, Look, yeah. the Cobra 4
0: don't care about... Uh, <laughs> about the organization anymore they're off in hollywood doing their own thing <laughs> they've got show deals and whatnot like that they don't care if the uh terror drones get uh, the terror in hell's kitchen gets shut down <laughs> they don't care about terror east like they, they shut down
2: every terror in new york at least
0: they've still got the terror in los angeles am i right people
2: they've got <laughs> multiple terror in los angeles being being run by the finest people uh, I, for, uh, who,
1: I for one, I'm excited for them to just go back to their original single terror dome,
2: <sniffs>
1: because that's how I came up. That's the cobra that I came up with.
2: You know, teach <laughs> some simple classes in improv and stand up at the one terror dome. <laughs> Inside
0: Baseball. You guys, you cut all of this stuff, right, Ray? Like, I when you go off of these in these weird-ass
2: tangents, leave like... That people in. don't that's...
1: understand, and we probably won't even get 10 years from now. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, anyway, guys, you know, uh, l- meet an improviser in Los Angeles, and they'll tell you what that's about. Okay, so... <laughs> So, OK, so now Cobra knows the location of the peace conference because uh, Overkill, the robot, gave them the chip that he stole from Mercer. So now they're worried Like G.I. Joe's like, well, there must be a spy because Mercer lost his bag and apparently doesn't remember that he happened to keep the thing in it. But being that he is former Cobra, nobody's really predisposed to listen to him anyway. So that. OK, means- hold
0: on. Yes. Hold on. Yes. First off. You skipped over a bunch of important stuff. Second off, I usually don't like to bag on Cobra in season two because it's real low-hanging fruit. Like, obviously, they suck. But this peace conference is taking place in Conference City. The fucking city <laughs> is called Conference City. You know what? Oh, I missed what? I I'm so mad about that.
1: <laughs> I bet it, it, they I bet it, it's smart because it seemed too obvious to them.
0: Not in this show. <laughs> not in this show. Here's,
2: I completely blew that uh, uh, in Conference City and Cobra couldn't figure out that they were holding the conference in Conference City. Better not look for the Super Bowl in Super Bowl Town.
0: Conference City in the Swiss Alps. Wow,
2: I it's completely in Switzerland that. in the fucking neutralist place in the world. Yep. Uh, and it's also named Conference uh, City, not exactly a German name. <laughs> it's The most Western name they could give a city in Switzerland. You know, Uh, but
0: you skipped over the part where we where this poor robot overkill is literally a heap of scrap. It's garbage. And and frigging Cobra Commander wants to destroy him. And and he's like, fucking put me back together. And he's like clutching at his ankle. And I was like, oh, my God. He's also
1: like, that's also probably millions and millions and millions of dollars worth of AI in that machine. You did oh, have no to question. be.
2: Like, this is, where they, this is why they're broke.
1: Because <laughs> they keep throwing away expensive AI.
2: Yeah, they keep making these multi-million dollar <laughs> killer robots and then as soon as they lose one battle, like, well, fucking throw it away, I guess.
1: Yeah, they should do what, like, the Terminator franchise does. You
2: cannot, cannot,
1: cannot discard me.
0: And like, I, I, maybe it was because I was really deeply affected by the tears in the rain sequence and Blade Runner and like, <laughs> a, you know, like I, I have a predisposition uh, towards robots and stuff like that. But like when, it, you know, it's like you can't you can't do this to me. I was like, yeah, what the hell's wrong with you? And then he bargains and he, ha- he has the he, I thought he was faking at first, but it turns out he actually had the information yep. that Cobra Commander wanted and he fucking got an upgrade. Like, that's how yeah. baller this
2: guy is. He did not need no agent. He did it all himself. Yeah, they say Destro's got this, like, killer robot chip that he's going to implant, or they're going to rebuild Overkill with this chip. Now, why this wasn't their plan in the first place is a little strange. Why he well, needed he- to come up with this for them. Hey, we've got this chip we could put in a robot to make it dynamic, and we have this broken robot.
0: No, no, no. Ah, uh, throw them both away. No, no. Destro had a, a thing that he was working on, and he was going to give it to some other robot, and uh, Overkill works his way in there. He's like, you yeah, know, no, 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 no. I'll hook you up. You hook me up. And Wait, yeah, are you it goes saying off this Robot gave
1: Jestro a blowjob, Chan.
2: Uh, different kind of hookup. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's a different kind of.
1: Anyway, so
2: we now meet up with wrong, uh, wrong voice roadblock and wrong voice Duke. And then they send Mercer to the stockade. They're like, we can't, we just can't be sure you're not a Cobra agent. Well, then don't hire former Cobra. <laughs> you know, If you have a problem with someone's past don't date them you know like you could still you could have friendly relations with them and be friends but don't like commit to them if you're very uncomfortable with their background come on gi
0: joe are you suggesting duke just have sex with mercer (laughs) but not bring him on the team or aren't you I'm i'm not clear of the terms that you're using here no
2: that's exactly what i'm saying
0: okay yeah, well, in that case, I'm fine with that.
2: Yeah, yeah, fine. Okay, so Overkill has been remade as the Eliminator. Now he's a killer robot named the Eliminator, and he's been set up with a cryo blast, which crazy enough, cryogenically. This is not how any of this works, but he cryogenically it's freezes people with this weapon and turns them into green something. It's frozen frozen people.
1: That's frozen the people. It's he like cryogenically color...
2: freezes people on the spot. Peepsicles. Yeah, it's peepsicles. Color... Thank you.
1: People when they're like freezer burned, it looks a little off.
2: G.I. Joe will return after these messages.
0: Nobody beats G.I. Joe! G.I. Joe Phantom X19 sleek and mean and fly so fast! So fast it can't be seen! Nobody beats G.I. Joe! A real can heal! Phantom X-19 comes with pilots. Joe,
2: Joe. Now back to G.I. Joe. This leads to our B story of this episode, which is Metalhead's journey. And this is just weird. Overkill gets, he gets this upgrade and Metalhead's like, oh no, no, they won't care about me anymore. Like they ever cared about him. And so he starts working out. They do a montage scene of Metalhead, like working out. And drink and drinking smoothies and going snowboarding and, and the every robot step of the being way.
1: a huge dick to him, like like yeah. for some reason the robot's a huge dick. But also you you skipped over another funny line, which was the. Hold the...
0: on, oh I know what it is. <laughs> I I marked it myself. I am the Eliminator. Yeah, yeah, we
1: got your name. <laughs> right, that
0: that's is, that's <laughs> oh my god, that is so. Vintage Chris Lotto. Yeah, I, I loved <laughs> it. I loved, so it. I loved it.
1: And I also love the fact that you know that 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 someone at the network probably said, make sure you say his name a lot. Kids have short short-term memories. When we you sell what? this toy, we want them to remember who it is. And they put it in there and then they were like, fuck you, executives who made us do this.
2: <laughs> I, I think I figured out why I don't like the eliminator because he's an incel. And I'll tell you I'll tell you why. He is p- pathetic scrap at the beginning of the thing. He's about to be thrown away. And he says, you know, I can't do anything. I'm having trouble. And then they rebuild him. Equivalently, he is an incel who gets a girlfriend and then starts treating everybody horribly. Right. He starts bullying metalhead. He starts just acting like a real tool until all of a sudden at the end of the episode, she breaks up with him. He loses the, the power the body. And then he goes right back to being pathetic. and And, and, and really, and I think that's why I don't like this character. No. Whoa. Okay.
0: No, this is this is coming from somebody who grew up as the bully, not the (laughs) bullied, because eliminator ain't doing shit. Um, Cobra Commander is like, all right, Metalhead, you have to be uh, his underling now. And he was like, no, I refuse. And he tries to, you know, like muscle up, which is not a thing you can do. You can't just like start lifting weights. um,
1: Yeah, you can. uh, Yeah, but you're not going to be as
2: strong as a killer robot.
0: Yeah, not like in a day, and uh, blending up carrots in a blender—that's going to improve your
2: eyesight to the level of a fucking robot. No, it's it's said, but the robot did like throw a like five thousand pound weight at him. Like we're not talking like he didn't bully him.
1: (laughs) They're both bullies. Uh, Uh, Metalhead uh, is a
2: victim. Thank you. Here is
0: though that uh, uh, blender sequence was actually soup's funny (laughs) because he's like. Uh, uh. um, uh, he's like see, let's see if this will improve my eyesight and then the robot goes oh, let's see if this works turns out the light and then punches him and I was like that's that's some solid physical comedy right there Jan, I'm a what big fan world is that. that not
2: bullying <laughs> how you being over here being like He didn't bully him he only turned off the lights and punched him in the face
0: uh, Metalhead's the one that's being a dick here. He's being racist against robots. Uh, all he was doing no was trying to have a delicious
2: racist. carrot smoothie, and he was abused by this incel robot. And I will not hear any other take on this. I'm, I'm kind of taking... with Ray.
1: I'm kind of with Ray. Thank on you. This one. I I definitely wrote down why is this robot such a dick. Thank you. Because like when they're snowboarding and stuff, and he's like on your right. That's like classic '80s movie villain. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's when your hero is, like, he's trying to, like, join the Secret Service, and he's, like, running around whatever that pond is in D.C., and then another person, like, the bully, like, shoulders him from behind. He's like, on your right, clip, and then knocks him over and then laughs as he runs backwards, pointing at him. Like, that's the 80s bully right there. That is overkill. I'm very upset with him. Real quick. That talking tin can? You've got to be kidding.
0: That talking tin can? I mean, he was going to be a
2: vacuum cleaner like two seconds ago, so, you know. Racist. <laughs> Robesist?
1: Is that?
0: No. No, no, no. The wor- words <laughs> are you're... my thing, Ray.
2: Back off.
1: I, I use all the best words. Racist against Robespierre?
2: Thank you. Yes.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, you know, I should have just backed down immediately and just let Gina say her thing. <laughs> it was far better than mine. Uh, as usual. Um. Okay, so... <laughs> We meet uh, President Gerard, who is at the peace conference, and he gets uh, cryogenically frozen by the Eliminator, who nobody can stop. And then, Question. weirdly enough, yes. what is
1: he What is he the president of? He's just the Probably president.
2: Probably
1: America. I, I, because, because, like, there are some interesting accents going on among people around him. And I don't no, think he's at, American.
2: But at yeah, no this is a world
1: do they At no point do they say the president of the United States. They just refer to him as the president. So, like... And also, he has no security detail with him. I don't think weird. he's the president. I think he's like the president of that's... his conference or something.
2: He's the president of the Hair Club for Men. <laughs> he's the president of a Conference City.
1: Yeah. I... That...
0: We sell conferences. And that's, <laughs> that's all. all? <laughs> oh,
2: God damn it, Chan. So, <laughs> um, Deep cut. But why does he leave? He leaves Cobra cards. <laughs> Cobra calling cards in his hand after freezing a bill- oh, it. Oh, it was Cobra. It's
1: like, well, yeah, yeah, You want to take credit for it. It's like the wet bandits from Home Alone.
2: Based on the world of G.I. Joe that we know who uh, what other ruthless terrorist organizations determined to rule the world are there out there?
1: I mean, there there's probably just the, the one, but there might be some weird guy in, in like his basement in Michigan that like d- discovered a freeze ray and is like, oh, they shut the government. The government's shutting us down. I'm trying to stay home. I don't want to stay home. I'm going out with my freeze ray.
2: Now, that is yes. very, very common to the times. Yes, I would agree with that completely. Uh, very okay. much as
0: the uh, problems that we had in
2: 1991. This. <laughs> <laughs> This ends with uh, Overkill doing a snowboard, a second snowboarding scene of all things, and they end up chasing him. And he gets a, a, a guy named Cloudburst, we've never seen before. He gets cryogenically frozen as well. And so, bad job, Cloudburst. Wait, uh, what? I, I, say... mi- I missed this part. He's
1: one of yeah. the. He's what? He's happened? one of
2: the. He's one of the throwaway Joes that we get introduced yes. to in this episode. Oh, okay. He, okay. Fo-
1: okay. he
0: follows on this sweet ass like rocket hoverboard, which I absolutely wanted as a. Yeah. Uh, as a 10 year old. That was my dream.
1: Oh, yeah. well, yeah, I wanted I know- one, but
2: I think I would have been too afraid to actually write it.
1: All I know is I wrote that <laughs> like at some point, I think we were maybe not there yet, but at some point, the woman who's the, I don't know, the vice president, I don't understand what's going on in this universe. Yes,
0: Vice president,
2: Geraldine Ferraro. <laughs> go on. Yes, yes.
1: But she says like they, they, Oh, we're going to take them all to the cryogenics lab.
2: Okay. We'll, we'll get there in a sec because I got questions. Yeah. about that but uh, uh <laughs> we uh that's that's in a scene so before we get there though we have uh we cut back to cobra headquarters where overkill has successfully completed his mission and returned and weirdly enough now we go to the it's the command center of cobra where all the central computers are all the planning is done uh, where all the cobra commander stuff happens and for whatever reason on the other side of this room metalhead's just running on a treadmill yeah And it seemed, I just, I just, you know, I appreciate you only got a couple locations you're allowed to shoot, but like, you know, you got to break it up a little, put a curtain up or something. Like, I don't know. Uh,
0: Here's the thing. Yes. Here's the thing. When Overkill froze the president, he put a little calling card into his breast pocket. Why? So you know that it's Cobra. The Cobra's out there doing the work that a ruthless terrorist organization should be doing, creating fear and havoc. And jobs. Here, And Jobs, Uh, maybe Jobs, because here comes old Metalhead and he's trying to show off that he shouldn't be a a subordinate to this robot. He's going to show off how strong he is, how smart he is. And so he's running, he's training, and you don't want to just train in your gym where nobody
2: can see you. You got to show off them guns. You know what? Okay. You know, yeah, this all holds up. He probably brought it into that room. When nobody yes. was looking. And 100%. since he's so disregarded, they just let him do it. That's just Metalhead. Mm-hmm. That's just what he does. Yep. I take it all back. This is brilliant writing.
0: You're welcome. Thank you.
2: Also, they try to fire Metalhead in this scene as well. And he reveals he's not getting paid, which is part of the running gag of Series 2 Cobra.
0: Which is why well, I come back to the bit about the jobs. Like, they've got jobs. They're not good jobs. They're Trump jobs.
2: Yeah. But this
1: was another, this was another thing that, that made me laugh when he said, how can you fire me? When you never pay me
0: oh
1: and at that uh, moment gi joe attacks the base
0: actually weirdly <laughs> just before that it was uh when uh uh the treadmill starts going too fast and he's like hey uh somebody help me please help <laughs> uh i actually wrote in my notes i'm starting to like metalhead
1: yeah oh it's <laughs> like yeah. that was
0: a fun bit
1: so can now you agree helpless? now you agree he's not the bully
0: Oh no, he is still uh <laughs> he is Head still is... a
2: racist asshole. I
1: thought we always liked him. Also, I thought we kind of am, liked no,
2: here's the deal. No, I've, I've always liked, liked Metalhead. Him. You guys have no. been very tepid up to this point. You liked his grandmother know. more than him.
1: I just find him annoying. <laughs> I find him like a and like an insane Bobcat Goldthwaite.
2: But yes. that's what I like about him. <laughs> of course. <laughs> the same.
1: Yeah, I'm So Police okay,
0: so- so- Academy 3 is your favorite Police Academy, isn't it? <laughs>
2: Uh, I couldn't tell you <laughs> one Citizens police on academy Patrol. from the other. Yeah, Is there Citizens a four? probably like four. <laughs> oh,
1: no, man. no. There's like seven. If there's of a
2: four, movies. it's in space. So that's probably my favorite. I'm pretty
1: sure there's like seven of them.
2: Yeah. Oh my God. Could you imagine if Police Academy had been a series like in the uh, mid aughts? Where everything went straight to video and they made like nine sequels of movies you had no idea had a sequel.
1: I'm pretty sure it stretched pretty far. Like, did it uh, really? Yeah.
2: No,
0: it legitimately did have, uh, I believe they went to Police Academy 7.
1: Uh, oh, God, why? Let's see. Let's see here. Carry on. We're all <laughs> okay. Undoodled. So here's the deal
2: G.I. Joe attacks because they followed Overkill to the base. Cloudburst sent up the Eight of signal. them.
0: Eight of
1: them. I knew, I knew yeah. there were a lot. I knew they were. Police a lot.
2: Academy, Police Academy
0: 2, the first assignment, Police Academy 3 back in training. I apologize. Police Academy 4 is citizens on patrol. Oh. that's the one where Bobcat Goldthwaite uh has a big role because he's a citizen signee. He signs up to be like a uh, um uh I don't know, neighborhood watchdog kind of thing. And and they all, you know, obviously.
1: But they made Police uh, Academy them. next generation. Uh,
0: five assignment in Miami Beach, six city under siege. Uh, seven was mission to Moscow.
1: Of course, it was. So here's and then there was the series. According Gutenberg, and the Gutenberg wants there to be a police academy eight. Hey.
2: Of course he does. He wants <laughs> he wants that check. Um, seriously no, I was totally wrong. Cloudburst actually he did not get cryogenically frozen yet. He radioed GI Joe. I traced Overkill to the Cobra base. So let's invade the Cobra base. That's why they're attacking. Cool. Now in the ensuing battle, uh, Overkill is super OP as the Eliminator. So He's crushing everybody. And this is when he freezes Cloudburst. G.I. Joe has to kind of run, and yes, to what Gina said before, they say, oh, we have a cryo clinic here at the peace conference, so clearly this is a secret weapon that everyone was expecting to the point of having an infrastructure set to deal with problems that the cryogenic freeze ray would cause. Yeah. Why is that weird? That's not weird <laughs> to you? We can't I get freaking think- ventilators and tests I months think they, later
1: no no i think they had it i think they've been they've been west worlding certain members of the joe team to see if they can get them to live forever
0: mm, okay that's why we have a young duke now
1: oh, oh shit God. you're right you're right duke
2: did die at the end of the movie and yep. they brought him yes. back as a, as
1: a synth they
0: brought
2: mm-hmm. him back as a as a what do they call him in the in Westworld? oh
1: A host, but 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 I'm I'm talking about when they when they the the, what are you checking for? Shit, I'll figure it out. Well, anyway, let's go ahead. Scream it out in the middle of something later.
2: Thank you. So now, GI Joe, having been defeated by Overkill, have to go back to Mercer, and they say, Mercer, uh, we need your help, and he says, Great, and he says, I'm going to give you this liquid nitrogen. It's the only thing you can use to stop Overkill. Uh, he's just too powerful. But if you freeze him with our own freeze of liquid nitrogen, then which is I kind of thought that's sort of exactly what what Eliminator was using. But who knows? They decide to set Mercer free. Let's go do this. Here we go. So Metalhead is now jumping rope and getting bullied again by Eliminator once again. All he's trying to do is jump rope. Dear Lord. Here come the Joes. They're getting into a combat and they get captured. Uh, Eliminator is about to freeze them completely at which point Cobra Commander steps in and wants the save because he wants to talk. He wants information about this happens over and over again. Cobra Commander needs the layout of G.I. Joe headquarters, which, again, I just don't see why that is so flipping important to him, but it's his go-to MacGuffin for so many of these episodes. I need it. I mean, and Mercer says, I'm going to give it to you.
0: Honestly, that's just for the spank bank. I mean, it's, it's like getting a naked picture of, like, uh, your crush or something like that. <laughs> Um, you, I would, would want to know what, know like. what it, what's inside and so, so you can you know yeah
1: I'm not also familiar with that thing. it's fidelity what are you checking for fidelity
2: I well speaking of fidelity Mercer <laughs> doesn't have it because he says oh I'm pretending to be a traitor now I I, I gave you that plan to go to the chip to go to the uh, the peace conference in conference city he says I'm gonna I, I'm on your side at which point uh, they're like okay great uh, we trust you then and then they're like mercer you double crossed us he's like yep okay so now we go back to cobra base where they've taken i all will the say <clears> throat>
0: that throat> throat> unlike most of the episodes in the deke years except for the christy Marks episodes at this point i was reasonably certain that he was still actually a joe yep. but they made it cloudy enough that i was able to suspend my disbelief and like oh, really? oh yeah this this kind of makes sense like it's weird that he would have conference like the peace conferences in conference city on a slip of paper in his backpack and you know so like true.
2: but if he was actually a double agent cobra commander wouldn't have gone through all the trouble to out him making it look like he was a double agent at the beginning of the episode cobra commander as he's mercers talking cobra commander's like i really have no idea what you're talking about but let's go ahead anyway and pretend that's true
0: well i mean he said like like if it turns out that you're not then you know oh, eliminator is so. gonna gonna fucking poke a hole in you a half mile wide so yep. yeah we're fine and
2: thankfully enough they didn't take the liquid nitrogen away from mercer as they were going into the cobra base <laughs> so he starts I mean, giving him the map he's just giving him all the map from his memory and it turns out that's a map of an old cobra base that's why cobra commander's like it's so familiar He's like, yeah. yeah. So actually, I'm triple taking you at this point. Ha ha ha. I'm a triple agent. And then he freezes with liquid nitrogen. He freezes oh, Eliminator. Uh, and then sh- and then with poker chips, <laughs> is it poker chips? Metalhead, because yeah. they're playing poker. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, and Metalhead throws a poker chip at him and he shatters. And he's like, ha ha, I got over on you, Bully. This is that scene in Christmas Story when little Ralphie is on top of that kid beating him to a pulp. And you're all cheering for him, just like we're cheering for Metalhead to throw those poker chips and finally defeat this bully once and for all.
0: Mm-hmm. And then there's blood all over his fists and the very, kid ends up in the ER uh, on life support for a week and a half. They put him in a medically induced coma. Yeah, exactly like that.
2: Yeah, would well, they had that at the cryo, cryo clinic? And he deserved it. Thank you. Hashtag eliminator deserved it.
0: Thank you. You robot racist.
2: <laughs> At which point the episode might as well just be over, but no, we still got a couple more minutes to go. So we, we now have a big thing that happens with an explosion where they create an avalanche, because we are in the Swiss Alps still, where Cobra base was within walking distance of the conference, if you think about it.
1: I feel like we've had where there are a lot of avalanches in G.I. Joe world.
2: Yeah, I really thought avalanches would be a bigger problem growing up, just like quicksand. I always thought avalanches were a thing I'd always have to be worried about.
0: Yeah. Uh, And then I
2: moved to the desert of Los Angeles. (laughs) That's how far I took the
0: gimmick. Now you only have to worry about quicksand.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Also a problem. Yeah. Should not have put that pool in my backyard. What was I thinking?
0: I tell you what, you go too far west on sunset... (laughs) Over there by the Viper Room, you just slide right in, man. You've done Whiskey for. a go
2: go, you just, yeah, no, you're gone. Yep. Your car's gone, yep. you're gone. Hopefully, mm-hmm. there's a vine sticking out there.
0: Oh, you hope.
2: So everybody's oh, running away. Weirdly, the-
0: vine yeah. is much further east, and that's a joke for people who only live in Los <laughs> Angeles.
2: Oh, I am I'm both impressed and angry at you right now. Um, okay, so everybody gets away from the avalanche. It turns out to be like literally nothing. Like nobody's hurt, it's fine. We just ran away from it for like thirty seconds. Although pad the weirdly,
0: Cobra Commander drags. Okay, uh, yes, Metalhead he
2: drags Metalhead. Like... He he saves him for no good yeah. reason. Yeah, Jen, I noticed that too. Why? That is not what Cobra Cobra Commander is a me first, second, and third, and you. That's it's a very libertarian approach. Uh, I have all the money. I will all be right. fine. All you right. pull yourself up by your bootstraps. <laughs> don't bank on me helping you.
0: I don't know who here has seen Tiger King yet.
1: No, I refuse. I'm not going to
0: watch that. No, I can't. Uh, Joe Exotic has two husbands in the course of this uh, uh, series, and both of them are basically um, like he gives them drugs and money and they're beautiful young things. They they started out as beautiful young things, uh, uh, and, and he just keeps them around because, you know, uh, sex and idolatry and that sort of thing. I am pretty sure that uh, uh, metalhead is that for Cobra Commander. Oh, yeah.
1: wait! Where do I find these hot young men from Tiger King? Um,
0: well, here's the thing. Uh, first <laughs> off, get yourself some tigers. <laughs> uh, Done. <Duh. laughs> uh, and then you can, uh, um, yeah, you basically pick them up at the train at the uh, bus station. When they get off uh, coming from uh, whatever Midwest city, and uh, offer them uh, meth, usually. Although you know, depending, um, they might be uh, uh, into just simple weed. You know, depending on how how Midwest they are.
2: <laughs> what uh, are you trying but- to say, Chan? How dare you being the one person from the Midwest here? That is <laughs> inaccurate to my people. I'm just saying that metalhead
0: is uh, Cobra Commander's Travis Maldonado.
2: I mean, it's true. He is from the Midwest. I think he's from Illinois. We established that in an earlier episode. (laughs) Oh dear. Uh, Okay. So we now have the real peace conference and then the real president Gerard is uh, displayed and he's like, thank you. And he he wants, I want to bring the whole Joe team out on stage with me right now. And let's all cheer for GI Joe because we all know they just saved me. And I guess there was a press release or something because that was not seemingly mentioned at the press conference. And I'm just like, okay, that's the end of the episode. We're good. But it is not, in fact, the end of the episode. Chan, what happens next? <sighs>
0: <laughs> we, the the Cobras bust out and they're about to leave. And um, uh, the the bucket, the literal bucket of bolts that is um, Overkill slash the Eliminator is there. And they're saying like, no, no we're going to rebuild you. But you're going to it's going to get rebuilt as a plain overkill again, you know, like that um, fragile piece of crap that uh, got blown to hell earlier. And in possibly like one of the saddest moments in all of G.I. Joe, like, honestly, this ranks up yeah. there with the end of um, uh, uh, well, welcome Springfield, to Springfield, where, yeah. you know, is it's like it's just a dream. Uh, eliminator slash overkill says,
2: if I cannot be Ill in. in Mayotte, I want to be reassembled as vacuum cleaner.
0: Fuck, man. Yeah. That's like flowers for Algernon. Yeah. when yep. he, it he feels it all
2: slipping away from
0: him, <coughs> and oh, uh, heartbreaking.
2: next thing you know he's face down in a pool, just like the end of Sunset Boulevard. It gets very, very <laughs> sad.
0: Yes, a pool of quicksand, which is weird because usually it's much further
2: east. Yeah, Not found in the Swiss Alps normally, but they found some. Yeah, yeah and he's going in it. Uh, I'll be honest. I think he deserved it. I think he should be a vacuum cleaner uh, or at least sure. unhappy because the second he tasted power, he became a horrible person slash robot. And I don't no. care. I don't care if you're white, if you're black, if you're metallic, green or purple. You can't act like that.
0: He was the target of jealousy. He did nothing wrong
2: wait are you gonna hashtag eliminator did nothing wrong
0: <laughs> yes yes i am
2: well he did he was a bully and shame on you chan now see here's <laughs> the deal gina we've now seen chan's true colors is that <laughs> if chan goes to the y one too many times yeah starts getting all ripped he's gonna start like throwing things at us and slapping us in the back of the head as he's running by and yeah, he's gonna be he's, like what you must be jealous of me
1: yeah He's drinking all his carrot smoothies. You
2: guys are so jealous of me, Robert Clark
0: Chan. So, Chan, shame on you. I'm not going to lie. When I was in the best shape of my life, when I was like exercising and weightlifting consistently and whatnot, like that, and like I definitely uh, was much more willing to get into a fight than I am currently. Never did, but like I I, I definitely was at a bar, like, I could fucking take that guy. (laughs) if he steps to me boy it's gonna happen it didn't happen because like why would have anybody have a very hard do that, time
2: but... seeing that i'll be honest with you i'm just seeing angry chan at the bar i'm gonna fuck that guy up <laughs> well just imagine me
0: with muscles i'm having a very hard hard time all right all right that's enough of that i'll i'll, I'll photoshop some stuff and uh
2: you know what that's great I mean uh, I I'm just saying get the get the photos online. We all need to see this, right? Hashtag muscular chan.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. And then and then you can finally dress as uh Dr. Mindbender.
2: Yeah. Oh boy. We found if Halloween isn't canceled this year, Chan, will you dress as Dr. Mindbender?
1: <laughs> I saw something that said Oktoberfest is canceled. How do they know? That far in advance.
2: I mean, that's just called good planning right there. Like, everything in the fall is getting canceled right now. That's, you know, I just want football season.
1: Give me football season. No, I will trade football season for everything else.
2: I mean, yes, you will, because you don't like football. (laughs) You are not the authority on this topic, Gina. (laughs) Uh, Why couldn't they have canceled Series 2 G.I. Joe for the coronavirus? we could have we i've been time, trying to
1: and oh, <laughs> maybe that was
2: where it came from i mean you kind of notice it was a bat a battle android trooper that gave it to us in the first place
0: hashtag I see cobra what, no no i see what you were trying to do there and Clever. you know like yeah it was like i it was a good construction good joke construction there yeah.
2: <laughs> thank you but you I have to vote. be fair <laughs> talking to comedy writers that's the best reaction you can ever hope for oh yes i see how well constructed your premise was <laughs> oh my lord anyway that's the episode everybody that is uh, first episode of season two of series two called the eliminator do you concede
1: Guys, you that it wasn't it. that bad right
2: you know what, uh, re rewatching it with you guys now, or re-watching it, or re-exploring this episode, there's a lot more good things in it than I first remembered. Uh, coming in the door, I was very tepid on it. You two were very high, and I will say I'm at least medium high right now. I am up, maybe not as high as you guys. There was a lot of good stuff in here. I think a lot of that Eliminator stuff just rubbed me the wrong way.
0: Yeah, weird. Does this have <laughs> something to do with that sex robot you have in your basement?
2: <laughs> Chan, we don't talk about the basement. Only Gina's basement. That's the only basement we talk <laughs> about.
1: There's no there. Uh, everyone in my basement is a real human being, flesh and blood.
2: Yeah, Thank you. somehow Gina, that's not better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would do a sex robot if that if like if like twenty years from now in the future there were those uh, like, the things, West Robots? like from like AI like there were those wh- what's his name like uh, the Will
2: Smith. The white, generic-looking robot?
1: No, no. Oh, not AI. Wait. Oh, I'm thinking of
2: iRobot. That's what I'm yeah,
1: thinking Yeah, yeah. No, AI, the the oh, one with... God. uh God. I would say, <laughs> I think we can oh, all
2: iRobot have... much better than Blade Runner. I think we're all on no, the same
1: page. No! Well. No, no,
2: no. Gina
0: wants to have sex with a Haley Joel Osment robot, <laughs> uh, like a young Haley Joel Osment, which no! is weird. No! no Gina, what's the adult no. man's
1: name?
2: Haley Joe Osmond. He's still a person, Gina. <laughs>
1: no, yeah, he's an
0: adult now. He was he's in the season of uh, uh, what we do in shadows, which continues to be an amazing show. You should be watching to that, that show. I need
2: to check that out. Oh, yeah, you know so who's on good. that
1: show? Uh,
2: uh, Haley Joel Osmond.
1: Jake McDorman of uh, Murphy Brown, the fam. Flying
2: McDormands, the famed um, trapeze act.
1: The son on Murphy Brown. Oh, okay. That was oh, the great great. Of Murphy Excellent. Brown. He got that and Watchmen.
2: <coughs> nice. He's really, he's
1: really doing stuff,
2: crushing it all. On fire. You know why? He got that Gina Ippolito rub. That's what he got. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he didn't even have to go into the basement to get it. <laughs> didn't have to. He he was offered the basement. I'm sure. Wisely yeah. said no.
1: You know the sex robot <laughs> I'm talking about. He's British.
2: <laughs> oh, Data from Star Trek no,
1: I know The I, Next I,
0: Generation. No, Gina, I definitely know who you're talking <laughs> about, and I'm not going to help you.
1: Gina, if it make uh, you feel uh, any what, any better, I the, don't. The, 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 bear the bear from the movie <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jesus
1: And that's our show
2: everybody thank you so much for listening uh Chan you have a <laughs> wrestling podcast that you just recently rebranded would you like to plug it right now
0: <laughs> Yeah it's called AE double back uh because uh you know what uh, Vince McMahon finally broke me I'm done with the WWE after Good. the crappy poll uh, uh over the coronavirus like he's Been doing horrible things for decades, literally decades, screwing people over, and it just—I'm—I'm done with it. So we, yeah, we packed up that podcast. We're gonna start watching uh, AEW uh, uh, Dynamite Wednesday nights. So look for that uh, on Thursdays. Yeah,
2: that's fun. And Gina, uh, what do you got going on right now?
1: Oh, you know, I think I might make some chocolate chip cookies tomorrow. That sounds like a fun project.
2: Okay, so if you want, go to Gina's <laughs> com, and you can order yourself two dozen, that will and Gina definitely will hand-deliver them to that you. That
1: is absolutely a porn site. <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> Guys, if it's not bought, I'm buying it right now. Um,
0: you can go to her house and get some uh, uh, caramelized onions right now. So Very delicious. Got that to look forward to. Yeah. Gina
2: caramelizes onions in a crock pot, we found out earlier today.
1: No, I don't. No, she doesn't in a
0: pan like a normal human being. Grill. You Use think you're caramelizing onions, grill. you're not
1: anyway, caramelizing onions. Yeah, that's not grilled is not the same as caramelizing, Ray.
2: Mm, they caramelize so good on the grill. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, you can listen to me on uh, the Who Would Win show if you'd like to check that out. Uh, otherwise, you got them some links. You can go to patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast. New episode going in the Patreon vault, Defenders of the Earth. Going in the Patreon vault, so get, get ready for that. Look forward to that. Enjoy that, all my patron friends. And for five bucks a month, you can get access to our almost four hundred episode. Oh boy, Patreon vault and enjoy a lot of stuff that you just don't can't even get on the feed anymore because the feed is primarily GI Joe. Huzzah! You can also check us out at facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast and engage with our community and have a good time there as well as go to Twitter at pres Serpentor with a Z in an alternate 2016 <laughs> Serpentor the Cobra Emperor became president of the United States in a shocking election result and wouldn't you know it the world he lives in mirrors our own very very well he actually called for the liberation of G.I. Joe headquarters the other day so that was very exciting oh my yeah liberate G.I. Joe headquarters who knew uh, additionally <laughs> You can hit us up at GI Joe Podcast, but individually, I am at Almighty Ray. I'm at
0: 999 RPM.
1: I'm at Gina Ippi,
2: and that has been our episode. Welcome to Series Two. Chan, is not everything you were hoping it would be, and more?
0: It was everything that both me and Jude Law wanted out of the episode. J- Jude Law.
1: Jude Law. Sex. Sex oh, the, robot. The sex Jude robot. Law. Come on, yeah. you would all do a Jude Law sex robot. Good night, everybody.
0: <laughs> Isn't that against the law?
1: A sex robot? Go, get, stop, go, get, stop.
2: Rippin' the whole tight. You got to
0: do the fighting with all of your might. You got the keep the target straight ahead in the side. Hey, you No 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 no. Don't look over here. Keep your eyes on the road got something for you take a listen to this
2: in the newest pokemon they have score bunny which is a starter what yes score score bunny so it's, it's a fire bunny that plays soccer he kicks balls he scores great score like scorch i think yeah oh i get it like goal <laughs> like score <laughs> rad there's score bunny who uses his mad soccer skills to steal, I think, like donuts or something like that. How does he use it's, his soccer skills to steal donuts? He kicks it. Oh, yummy. The best part is, though, Score Bunny wants to go and follow Ash and go on big adventures. But oh, my Ash God. Is like, Ash is still the main character of the f- anime? Yes. Where have you been? Yeah. So Ash is like, I'm getting on the train. I'm leaving, Score Bunny. And Score Bunny's <laughs> like, He's 80 years old. That's
1: why he sounds like <laughs> that. <laughs> Nothing
0: makes donuts taste better than a foot coming in contact with them. <laughs>
2: If you like what you heard and love co-op with your friends, check out Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. That's Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast.